Okay. Have you ever read a book that attacked you from every which way, but was like that one friend that tells you like it is in love? <laughs> Y'all, I am reading this book right now that is calling me all the way out and I am 100% here for it. Who says that we have to be always doing something? I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be. And for me personally, <laughs> who is guilty of that, that starts right here. Let's go. Hey guys, my name is Kim Sanders and welcome to You Are Worth the Work, a podcast that reminds busy moms that following your dreams ain't all rainbows and roses, but you are worth the work that it takes to thrive in this life. After you listen, please rate and review the episode. Also, if you want to connect with me, I'll have that info for you in the show notes. Let's get started. Okay. Hey, you guys, as of the time of this recording, there's a lot going on, which is part of the reason why this episode is all about how being busy isn't a badge of honor. So as far as baseball, the rec season, so the it's more recreational, right? Not tournaments and things like that. It's just played amongst the league. It is over officially as of yesterday. Um, the guys came up a little short and that is okay because... I don't know if I told y'all this, but the boys were the A's this season, which is my hometown team, which sadly I think is going to move to Vegas. But I mean, my other hometown team did the same thing. So why not? But it was a joy to be able to buy new A's gear and wear it every week, like twice a week. And so I'm still going to wear the gear, obviously, but it was exciting and I really enjoyed the season. They learned a lot. They developed. And really, that's what it's all about. Um, and so now it's all about tournaments, right? It's tournaments. It's doubleheaders. It is officially all-star season. And that's really exciting because it's different. Like, it hits a little different. Wreck is fun. Tournament season is fun. These tournaments are really fun. But, you know, it really puts them up against some talent from other places and it's nice to see them adapt and overcome because sometimes they win sometimes they don't and you know it's nice to get out of the bubble and see what's out there so that's that on baseball oh my dad was nice enough to gift me his stand-up desk thing um and so I've been using that and it's been especially helpful because this week I have been in a training and it's all week and it's legit all week um, minimal breaks. There's a lunch break, which is I'm recording during my lunch break. <laughs> Y'all know how I do. So, um, because the schedule is skewed a little, I normally work a little early. I start earlier so I can finish earlier, but that's not how this training is going. And so I had to adapt a little bit. So, um, that's that. So I'm really enjoying my stand up desk because I can stand up and move around and stretch my legs and not feel, you know, bogged down. And when I need to sit down, I will, I do need one of those mats, you know, the not foam, but you know, the cushion kind of gel cushion mats when I stand up because hardwood floors are hard. <laughs> so if you have any leads on that, like where I can get a good one and I don't have to spend a billion dollars on it, hit me up. Let me know. Find me on the socials. Of course, that is in the show notes, but on to it. I have been reading this book um, and I found it on Amazon and I don't know where I got where I got it, where I got the idea of it from. I think I was just looking for things in my wish list. And it's called 
Busy, How to Thrive in a World of Too Much by Tony Crabb. And I'm guessing it's Tony Crabb and not Tony Crabby. It's C-R-A-B-B-E. I'll link it in the show notes, obviously. Um, I have not finished it yet, though. It is a very interesting book, and it is reading me, no pen intended, really, um, up and down. Like, as someone who absolutely says too many yeses to other people <laughs> and not enough no's, it's been a serious gut punch. Like, it has been, I've been looking in a mirror, right? As I read, I'm like, well, who is he talking about? Me. He's talking about me. And part of making time for yourself, which is what I mentor people on, <laughs> is saying no to people, things, and projects that don't serve your overall goals, whether that's wellness or business related, but it is so, so, so hard to do. Like for most of us, including myself, we have been unconsciously taught that our value is tied to what we do versus who we are. So what do we do with that? We pick up more stuff to do in order to show those around us that we matter. Right. So we say yes to everything. So people think that we're the most helpful, that we are super valuable to the organization or the school or the job or whatever. And that we're valuable, that if we weren't on this board or on that committee, the world will stop spinning. And spoiler alert, it won't stop spinning. You are important and you are fantastic, but you ain't that important or fantastic like the world will keep going. I promise. And we don't have to wear busy like a blinking button on our shirt. So I'm going to read you a portion of the book. And it really talks about making the decision, like the origin story of being busy, like where we get it from. So I'm going to read it. Did you ever actually decide to be really busy, to race from task to task? Is this the life you planned and hoped for? Without making tough choices, we feel helpless and overwhelmed. We may also feel like heroic victims, stoically facing a universe of demands. Yet, from a psychological point of view, busyness could also be seen as the easy choice. There's too much to do, but that's not why you're busy. You're busy because you haven't made the right choices. Tony, Tony, are you going to apologize for talking to me this way? Like, well written, absolutely, <laughs> but come on. You're absolutely right. You are 100% correct. And yeah, I mean, a lot of the times we, it's easy to just say yes because of what we've been unconsciously taught, right? Or because it sounds like a great opportunity or it sounds like fun or it sounds like something that we want to do, not taking into account that we have so many other things going on. Like I am 100% guilty of this too. And I'm actually working on it. You know, like being a time management mentor is partly a self battle. It is a self journey as much as it is helping other moms with a lot to do clear their plate, right? We're doing it together. And that's what I love most about what I do is that I learn stuff and I share stuff and I use it on myself. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but I love being able to share the journey with other moms because they get it because they get it. And I used to feel the need to be perfect and have it all together before I shared information. But you know, life's more fun when you go through it with people <laughs> with friends, <laughs> and we discover it together and what works for me may not work for someone else. So 
I'm going to dig a little more into choices and um, talk a little bit more about this struggle and why it's so real. Because I'd never thought of it that way. You know, like it's easier to make a choice to be busy as opposed to making the hard decision of saying no. And I know saying no is hard, but um, it's also hard to be busy. <laughs> we choose our heart, right? That's what the quote says. And so as a time management mentor, like I said, I was almost ashamed. Like I was almost ashamed to admit how much this book is speaking to me because I just happen to know, because I don't know it all and I don't pretend to know it all anymore. I just happen to know that I need to be working on something. And there's somebody out there drowning in all the things who don't even know that there's an issue. So the fact that I know that there is an issue with being super busy because you end up coming in last tells me that I can help somebody because there's a mom out there that doesn't even realize that this is a problem, that she is drowning, that she's neglecting herself every which way. And it is because she's putting on a front, you know, to seem like she's got it together. And so it's time to make some tough choices, y'all. Like, you can't be on every board. You can't be on every committee and bring all the snacks <laughs> to the game. You have to relinquish control to others because how in the world are they ever going to step up if you keep taking the spot, right? So it's not about you. It is about, it's about you, but it's also about other people. Does that make sense? Like, it's not all about you, but it is. It is all about you because the more you pour out you're not pouring into yourself and these other people and I'm not saying this in a bad way other people but there are people in your orbit in your life in your world who are looking for a where for a spot to step up and like fulfill this dream that they have of being president of a board or on the executive committee of a board but you're sitting right there you are on like three boards and go sit down <laughs> They're looking and they, they just don't know how to get in because you're sitting right there, like open up that spot, right? For you to be your best, you have to step back and allow people in the spaces you occupy that aren't necessarily aligned with what you've got going on, right? Yeah, that board, you may really like being on that board, but does it really get you closer to where you want to be just overall? Does it make you a better parent? Does it make you a better spouse? Does it make you calmer and happier? Does it make you more money? Right. And so asking those questions means making tough choices because we all think that we're super important and that we're super essential. Not to everything, though. We're not just <laughs> I love y'all, but you're not you're not as essential as you think. So how do we start making those tough choices? So, you know, we're about that action. And so when I come back, because y'all know I'm on the clock, right? Like I'm like time is ticking. Um, I'm going to give you a few ways to do that, to start making those tough choices. And one of them are right under your nose. Be right back. So the very first thing that we can do to combat this or to, to just get better or to make some progress is it comes straight from the book. So Tony Crabb says to combat this, identify the behavior you most want to change and find people in your organization, in your personal life, or in your family who model good alternative behaviors. Spend time with them 
and build relationships with them. Ask them about what they do, observe closely about how they behave and how they think about busyness and do all that you can to start making their behaviors your norm. Like birds of a feather, right? And all the other cliches about not being the smartest person in the room. So one of the things that he talks about is really just figuring out the kind of life you want to live. How do you want to live? How do you want your day to go? You know, alongside that, number two is to write down all the things you do. It's time to get real. Like it's time to get for real, really real and write down every committee, every board, every organization, including your day job, side hustle, passion project, all of it. You know, I'm a fan of brain dumping. So just get a piece of paper lined or unlined and dump it all out on another sheet. Write out what your perfect day looks like. Like I just talked about. What do you do? Where do you go? Who do you talk to or not talk to? Because that's the thing. There's a visualization, the visualization meditation. Come on, y'all. I can talk, I promise. That I do sometimes that is super helpful for this. Feel the feels, smell the smells, like really get deep into it. And then look at the stuff you're doing right now and ask yourself, are any of these things helping me to create the life that I just visualized? Right. And that's why it's so important to um, really dig into it. Don't be superficial about it. Get deep into what you want your life to look like and dream big. Dream day to day, but dream big because you are worthy of living a life that you desire. Right. So if you look at those things, you look at your, what you brain dumped and you look at what you visualized and they don't align. It's time to phase yourself out of those things. Like think about all of those things. Let the people around you know that you'll be trimming the fat and you're going to be working on being unbusy. Ooh, that's a new one. That's a new word. And let's face it, being busy has turned into a bit of a trophy, right? It's turned into a bit of who can out busy, who can, uh, you know, like when other moms get together, it's to talk about how busy we are and how many things we've got going on. And, and I'm guilty of it too. Y'all, y'all know that I am. It says it right on my IG. I am <laughs> busy mom and time management mentor. Um, but it's time to flip that. Right. And so when we get together and we talk about it, it feels like solidarity because we're all in here swimming in it, <laughs> but it really just, it normalizes wearing ourselves thin and we got to stop it because we need us. These kids need us, you know, um, our jobs need us if we're still there, you know, if you're working outside, your business needs you if you're working on a business your family, but most importantly, you need you at your best. And so number three is to really go through a structured exercise of brain dumping, prioritizing and putting things on your calendar. <laughs> um, and that's one thing that I do that is very helpful for me and has been very helpful for me to figure out kind of what I want to do and make sure that my make sure the things that I do during the day align with that, even if it's just a little bit, you know, it ain't all going to fit, right? All the things that we do versus the things that we want to do, everybody, everybody can't go. Everything can't fit on the calendar because there's only 24 hours and you got to sleep at least six to eight hours a day, right? So to help you with this, um, check out 
my free five-day Get Your Life Together Challenge to learn more. It's a five-day introduction into the unbusy lifestyle where you run your days and not the other way around. Um, another thing, and this is the fourth one, appreciate and schedule your rest. Rest is not something that you earn, you guys. That's ridiculous. You deserve rest. It's a right. My dad says even a mule gets a day off and you are better than a mule. You deserve time away. Peace and quiet and the ability to recharge your battery. Remember, I did a whole episode on why you need to go away. <laughs> Do you know what happens if you run your washer or car over and over and over? It dies. It absolutely dies. Trust me, I've had to replace a dishwasher and a washer and a dryer in the past year. They're not fun um, and they get that work. So <laughs> not to be morbid though, but we all know that rest is essential to a functioning body. And if you're so worried about showing up to do all the things, you need to go sit down somewhere sometimes so that you are rested and recharged and ready to show up as your best. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Remember, we're about that action. So I gave you some action steps, but I have some homework for you and exercise right from the book. When someone asks you how you're doing, tell them you're working on being unbusy and see how they react. <laughs> Hit me on social media or shoot me an email and tell me what happens. I'll do it too, because, you know, I'm not really down for like telling y'all to do stuff and I haven't really tried it. So I'm going to do it too. Maybe we can change the narrative and start living our best intentional lives, restful, as my friend Dr. Lakeisha Leonard would say, with ease, right? Remember, being busy ain't a badge of honor. It's not a race, and I am forever, forever cheering for you. I'll have all the links and resources I've mentioned in the show notes, and if you're interested in reading this book with me, let's set up a book club. I think that'll be fun. Shoot me an email, DM, whatever, after you tell me about your homework and let me know if you're interested. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to You Are Worth the Work. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, review, share, tell your friends, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.